<laughs> we ready? You ready? Okay. <laughs> Dude, I like, you know what I'm saying? I'm always ready, you know what I'm saying? What's good, I guess. All right, no, that's cool. You good. I promise, you're fine. You're absolutely okay, Shayla. It's just a conversation. <laughs> well, I can just say this, you know, welcome back to episode three of Finding My Life Podcast. And this week I am joined with a very special someone. I really love with all my heart. She has been there ever since we were what, 10 months old and we was wobbling around in diapers and shit. You know, we was doing we all the extra stuff. Yeah, we had matching shorts. We had the matching Tommy Hilfiger outfits and everything. Like, we had all of that. The velour outfit with the juicy on the booty. Everything. We had it all. My number one, My favorite is Shayla. AKA Stay Red. So, bitch, Stay Red. Okay. Really? <laughs> Oh yeah, this episode is going to be full of laughter. Last week I touched base on my mommy issues. Um, Shayla, did you have anything in regards to my mommy issues? Did you get a chance to look to it or no? Um, I don't have no comment. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, you're fine. I just didn't know if you wanted to put your little two cents out there or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know how I feel about your mama. <laughs> She's a special kind of special, Lord. But this week will definitely be full of laughter, full of stories. I really don't know if uh, me and maybe me and Shayla could come and agree here. Um, we have two very hilarious stories. First of, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to split this into a two-parter. It all depends on how this first story goes. And from the first story, we can go from there and we'll see how much time we've taken up at that point. So I'm going to start clocking it now and we're going to see how long this conversation takes. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> we're going to talk, we're going to take it back all the way back to when me and Shayla actually first met in person. For those of you all that don't know, we're kind of married into each other's family, but it doesn't feel that way to us. We've always loved each other and known each other our whole life, so that's just the narrative and that we spread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, yeah. the very first time Shayla and I met, we were at a bachelorette party. I had never <laughs> met her before. <laughs> I was, we were, how old, Shayla? Like, I had to be fresh, fresh out of high school. Um, maybe 20. That's what I'm saying. I feel like we were pushing that. No, I don't know. We couldn't have, you couldn't have been 21 because I was pregnant at 22. Okay, so it might have been 1920. So, like, 1920, okay. I was, I had just moved to Dallas. Yes, 
So it was fairly new. I think I had just came back from college. So I think mm-hmm. we were both, you know, just trying to figure each other out. It was around that time. Yeah. We were trying to figure it out. We were trying to figure it out. Yep. Mother's so, going to get me outside because I'm a hermit. Exactly. So her stepmom is my aunt. My aunt that pretty much raised me as well. So I already have that bond there. So it was just natural that she was like, you know, hey, he has a daughter, you know, your age. So I think it would be good if you guys met and, you know, just meet up and everything. I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. No worries. I don't know how she came to you, Shayla. I don't know how she presented it to you. Uh, it was basically the same. She was like, yeah, like, you know, Costa, because I remember, uh, she told me about you and Camilla. So I was like, yeah, like, I know. She's like, well, you know, I've been wanting to go out, so I'm going to try to hook you and Costa up with y'all around the same age, you know, y'all can hang out, do whatever, like, when she's in town. I was like, okay, cool. You know? But I didn't know that this was going to be, like, our first meetup was going to be this event. So that's wild. <laughs> Bruh, did not know that either. That is that is definitely the clarification. We just thought we were going out to eat for dinner, and now was it. You know, everybody go back home to their Well, she place. told me that we were, she told me we were going to a bachelorette party. Because she asked, she was like, do you want to go? And I was like, I don't care. Like, I ain't doing nothing. But I didn't know. I had never been to an event like this, and I didn't know that we were going to this type of event. I just wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready. She didn't prepare me at all. I wasn't. I wasn't ready either. I. (sighs) So we went to Olive Garden. We went somewhere. Mm -hmm. We went to some Italian restaurant. It was Olive Garden, right? We went out to eat. You know, we went somewhere. Went out to eat. It was a nice little private area. Real fancy schmancy. Me and Shay look, you know, we sit next to each other like, ooh, this is weird. But okay. You know, mm-hmm. like we're trying to make the most of it and everything. Two naturally but, awkward people. No, for real. Two socially <laughs> awkward people who are really bubbly sit right there and say, hey, make friends. Here you go. Boy. <laughs> That one time, like where your mom goes to a co worker's house and they take you over for a play date with their kids, and you just sit yeah, there, like, right. hey, <laughs> <All right. laughs> we leave afterwards, and then we were told that we were going to this, this strip club. So we were like, oh, okay, let's, let's go to a strip club. All right, now, mind you. I think I've, I have been to a strip club before. I had seen female strippers. So I wasn't too, you know, I guess taken aback by it at the time. And so I was like, okay. So I remember we went to a gas station and we asked the uh, cashier to give us all these ones. And he was sitting there. It was like about five or six of us, too. And we were sitting there asking for like 50 and ones and stuff like that. So he broke it all down in ones for us and stuff like that. Then we drove across the street. And we pulled up to a building. A warehouse. Not just like 
this is this is what they look like. Brand new to Dallas. I hadn't been here too long. I didn't know where we were. I didn't know what was going on. When we was getting the ones, I was like, oh, like, because taking mine, I'm going with my stepmom. So I didn't know how I was supposed to feel. I was like, you know, because even me and her hadn't really got, like, we was cool, but we didn't know each other like that yet. So I just I was think, like, I think they were really married awkward. for, like, what, two years at that time? I think they maybe married four or five years, but I hadn't oh, met okay. I didn't meet her until uh, graduation. And um, it just was awkward for me because I didn't do things like this with like my mama. Like we weren't this open, so I just was like, "Ooh, this is I don't know what's going on." So I was already clutching my purse. So when we pulled up to the event, I was like, "Oh, this is strange. Like, why are we going to this warehouse with limited lights? What's going on?" Oh, and then it gets even better. <laughs> we walk in. And apparently we have a VIP table. Oh wow! Okay. Take <laughs> <laughs> in mind, we walked through. It was a club in the front, so we walked through the front. I'm thinking, oh, we're going through a club. So we walk in. They ideas, but we keep walking to the back. We walk through like down some stairs into the back and through like a like a plastic like we were going to Dexter's laboratory. Like it was a plastic sheet. Whatever, and I just was like, oh. And we had VIP, which was a long card table at the front of the stage. With the yeah. nice little Dollar Tree plastic covering on top before mm-hmm. Dollar Tree was even mm-hmm. in beach. Yes. So, yeah, that was our VIP table, right? Smack dab in the, what was it, <laughs> left side of the stage. Yeah. We're on the left side of the stage in our VIP table, along with all the other big women who like male strippers. <laughs> yes, that's the important thing. <laughs> the male strippers. Like male strippers. Mm-hmm. It was nothing but male strippers. Neither one of us. And even to this day. <laughs> I've never seen another one. That was my first time seeing a male stripper, and I haven't seen one since. I have not either. That was an experience of a lifetime. I mean, from what I can remember, because I try to block out most of it. I always forget to tell this one piece key key detail about this story. And that is, yes, there was a guy that tried to talk to me. There was a whole stripper sat down next to me. Tried to get to know me, wanted my phone number. Hey, he was like, hey, do this piece. Yeah, the army. That's the piece. That's the piece that I always forget. He walked away, and I felt something on my left shoulder. <laughs> and it was his penis. His penis. Let me put my meat on, on your shoulder. <laughs> Y'all, I'll never forget. It was, it was like a damn rag with like a, it was red. It was like a red sock puppet. And it touched me. Because, like, I don't know if y'all have ever been to an expose. So there's these things that have exposés of male strippers. Like they travel in groups, you know, like a caravan of gypsies. 
they, you know, come to random warehouses and they strip that strip for their lives. You know what I'm saying? Like this and is like Magic Mike in the hood. Hood Magic Mike. So I wasn't aware of this, so I'm trying to scope it out. I'm more of a person that tries to figure out what's going on in the room. I can understand what's happening. And the first thing I see is like, I know that everybody don't have big dicks. So I'm trying to figure out how they get these dicks as long and why they got these rags on. Cause I thought that they might be fake. I was like, maybe strippers wear prosthesis and then they put a rag over it to make their dicks look big. But Not then like, <laughs> I figured that maybe they're back there pumping because some of them, they dicks would get little and then they would come back and be big again. So in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, maybe they pumping it up. I saw it on the infomercial at midnight one time. So I know that people have those. And <laughs> it was brand new for me. Like, I just was like, people actually sit and do this. Like, and they came in all varieties of sizes. They were fat. They were skinny. And it was like mid-size. Speaking you know, of fat. They had themes. They had themes. Yeah, speaking of fat, there was a fat stripper. And he was dressed like a cowboy. Yeah. He looked and he was mad. Amazing. He was mad because he didn't get not a one dollar. He did with the big girls. I told you, big girls like men because <laughs> they were giving all their money to every single one. They didn't even have to come to our table because I think we was a little too bougie or something. We just weren't here for it. But all the other big women was having a great time. And mind you, these are the big women that paid regular price for their seats. These, this is not the VIP section. They in the back of the warehouse with the big industrial fan blowing. Industrial fan. There was definitely like a lever. Like we were by the stage. And it was like where you receive orders. Like lift up the garage. <laughs> right there. So we was definitely mm-hmm. right there. And then. Not only that, not on, so not only do you have these random male strippers walking around this warehouse all greased up, looking like ill and out. So, um, they did, but not only were they doing that, they also had these special guests, guests that got on stage and no, it was like they were like real strippers. Like everybody had their time to shine. No, I don't recall that. Maybe I'm trying to tell you. I blocked out. Hell, a niggas night. got up there and performed, bro. Cause they kept they kept dancing that song. I'm calling you daddy, daddy. <laughs> you be my daddy. Come and make it rain on me. We heard that song fifty million times, Bruh. Weddle. Oh my god. Oh my god. Weddle with light. One person had paint on them. There was the arm. The dude that tried to talk to you, he had his own time on stage. Everybody had their time on stage. And then the number one disgusting one is the nigga that was fucking the ice cream. And I never eat. I, I ain't bought a gallon of bluebell ice cream since. He wasn't necessarily fucking it with his dick. He was tongue yes, fucking he was. liquefied and Put his penis inside of there. What are you talking about? You must have blacked this out because he put, he literally was grinding inside of the bucket of ice cream, splashing it everywhere. Sticky, like just sticky. His little rag, he took his little rag off and was having sex with that bucket of ice cream. 
splashing everywhere. I'm calling you daddy. Daddy. I was about to say, I remember daddy. that song playing that. <laughs> it's my poor Annie friend. You put her up on stage. Oh, and she loved it. Up the person we were there for. The thing also about it is, yeah, right. I was about to say the thing about it is, is that this particular friend of my aunt, she wasn't a social butterfly. She was she was very sheltered growing up, and even as adults, she kind of stayed in her very conservative and reserved ways. So she really didn't One start living life. Yeah, one day, like, when she hit 35, 38, somewhere else in there, a light bulb turned on. The sister girl, home girl ain't turned back since. Hey. You freaky. She's nasty. You know what I'm saying? And I even think she now has her own podcast. I can't think of the name now, but, you know. Absolutely. Oh, you too. Mm-hmm. Well, I can see that for her. I can honestly see her doing that. Shout out uh, to her. Yes. Yes. It was very interesting, but just think about this being the first time you meet, you know, someone, and I'm sitting there, like, trying to be cool. Like, you know how you be somewhere where you're uncomfortable, but you're trying to be cool because, like, you're trying to, like, relate to the person that's next to you? So I was like, I don't want to act like I'm freaking out, like I really am on the inside because, you know, I'm trying to be friends with this girl. And then what's I wasn't over there giggling the whole time, but I was giggling because when I get so nervous, when I get so riled up, like when I'm put in awkward situations, my my tick is to laugh. So I'm sitting there giggling, and I'm and I'm sitting here in the back of my head. I'm thinking this girl probably think I'm enjoying this shit. This shit is weird. I'm ready to go. I don't want to be here no more. This man will put his penis on me. I no, no. <laughs> oh, that just oh, like y'all know I love sex. I talk about sex a whole lot on Twitter. I'm an advocate for a nice, healthy, refreshing sex life. However, that was the biggest turn off. And I don't think I've ever been so grossed out being touched by a penis since then. That (laughs) was like, that, I don't know if I should, I don't know if I felt offended, disrespected. I don't know what exact emotion came over me, but I didn't like it. I felt for you because I was feeling awkward because I saw everything that he was doing. He was like, sitting there weird. and then he was sitting there talking to me, y'all. I when I tell y'all like I would not look his way. I was looking dead ass straight ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how you know I was uncomfortable because I talked to anybody. Like I'm shy, but like in some situations, like Especially me, like I'll talk to anybody. I'm like, well, what you doing? Hey, what's up? I could even talk to them. I was like, this man's penis is out. I don't know you like that. <laughs> Why is his penis out and he's talking to Costa? I don't know what to do. This is awkward. <laughs> booty cheeks out. Booty Walking around in boots. Out. Tennis shoes. It was hot. Worn out, Jay. 
baby up. It was, it was a very interesting thing. And I remember, like, after that, like, we started talking a lot. We was like, we figured out that we both were very uncomfortable and it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then my stepmom apologized. He's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't know that that's, that's what was happening. She said, I thought it was going to be something else. I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but not that. So that man oh, had a bucket of vanilla bluebell ice cream. He could have at least had a cheaper ice cream. Not the ice cream that Texas loves. He could have used another bread. I love vanilla, but now I can only buy pipes. I can only buy pipes. Because who fucking pipes? Nobody. You can just fucking go. Who fucking pipes? So, you know, it's really traumatizing. I don't know. But it made me pasta closer. And then if you tell this next story, you'll see how it made us not closer. Because Oops. the next story, Cotton, do me right. Okay. Just for the record. <laughs> Just for the motherfucking record. <laughs> I thought she had it. And I'm going to leave it at that. How? How? How you thought? So, fast forward, maybe a few months later, I, you know, Shayla and I, I'm like, okay, let's, you know, this is a, I get invited to this party. It was a pajama lingerie party. Super random. Are you going to tell them how you met these people? (laughs) I I feel like they need to know how you met these people. I'm getting it. That's why I said super random. I know. Okay, continue. Let me sit my crap. But let me just tell y'all, let me tell y'all, this was back in my party wildlife days. Like, I'll meet, like, I'm super friendly. I make friends anywhere. Literally, I make friends anywhere. Even when I went to jail in Louisiana, I made friends the first night I was there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, South Sack Redemption head ass. No, for real, for real. <laughs> Nigga was out there doing favors. Uh, I need a teetle. What did he say? I need a teetle. What was it? <laughs> Anyways, I make friends everywhere I go. So, me and this girl, um, we were real good close friends at the time. Um, we went to this one hookah place. And what was it like, free Thursday nights or something? I know it was, it was something because you you started going really often. Cause I had shit else to do. I started knowing people up in there. I became a regular. This place was somewhere in Arlington. I can't remember exactly where, but it was somewhere in Arlington. Like I knew that place like the back of my head. I was cool with the people that. You know, took the money. I was cool with the people that gave us the hookah. You know, so it was a real nice chill. Uh, I guess a college vibe type of environment. I heard not was going at it. Sorry, my bad. Um, what was that? You were saying how you used to go to the hookah place. They knew you. Oh yeah. 
And so I got real cool with some people, so whatever. So one night as I'm at the hookah lounge, I get an invite to this lingerie party. I'm like, okay, cool. Again, the person, this girl that I was really good friends with at the time, she knew her. And she was like, yeah, you know, you can go. It's going to be fun. But the girl at the time, she, you know, she was a mom, so she didn't have a sitter. So she, you know, I was kind of like left alone on that. So then I asked my cousin, aka favorite, if she wanted to go with me. No, I asked Mosa. I asked my auntie if she thought that it would be a good idea for us to hang out, you know, like that with that lingerie party. So she thought it was a good bonding experience or whatever. And so I sent the offer out to Shayla. And what happened next will go down in um, one of the I most tragic nights. I was, I was really nervous because again, I had, at this point, I don't think that I had been in lingerie in public before. Uh, I think I went to a, a pajama party in Prairie, but I had on like shorts. But like, this was like girls are really dressing up, and I was like, I don't really know what to wear. And I think I ended up wearing like this pajama shirt dress mm-hmm. from Victoria's mm-hmm. Secret. So I was like, well, mm-hmm. maybe I can just wear that because I'm not gonna wear all that lingerie. I'm too fat. And <laughs> I was really concerned, but you know, cause was like, I'm gonna come pick you up. I'm gonna take you out there. We're gonna go. And we went, y'all. We went. Good go to the store, Kasha. Go tell them how you did it. So we get to Arlington. And it's a hotel party. <laughs> we walk in, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a decent crowd. It wasn't that many people at first. I think we were probably like the, what, second or third type of people, group of people to show up, you know, small group of people to show up. I had my hookah because the girl told me to bring my hookah. So I brought my hookah and everything. And it was um, it was a guy that I was talking to and messing with at the time. He was there. And it was just, you know, it was a mixed crowd. It was like, you know, black people, white people. It was probably like no more than 10, 12 of us there. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very small. Like, it was, I would say, yeah, it was, like it was real chill. It was so real we had the chill, whole bed like, Yeah. I think we played, like, it, like, it was a suite. Like, was yeah, because we was in a suite because, like, she had, like, some penis-shaped cupcakes or something like that. Or it was, mm-hmm. you know, just, and it was, like, a stripper pole there. Like, it was just supposed to be, like, a little fun, you know, little gathering. Or so we thought. Mm-hmm. So, all I remember... Smoking hookah, playing flip cup, because that was my first time learning how to play flip cup. Mm-hmm. Playing flip cup. Next thing you know, I look up and I see niggas everywhere. <laughs> and we're not talking about like five niggas. We're talking about like a whole squad of them niggas. Like they showing up by the dozens. 
Like all the niggas just separated into their hoes. Like so all about it is like disapparate. So I'm kind of like you know not feeling the vibe because I'm like okay where where did all of these people come from? Like this is you know super random. And I was like okay all right Shayla. I was like I didn't. You know, I was like, I wasn't expecting for it to get like this, but, you know, let's just try to, you know, hang back. Let's just hang tight a little bit longer. We should have lived. Mm-hmm. I, and I go, I went to Prairie View, so I have a great affinity for when shit is about to go bad. And I felt it in my spirit. And I was like, I'm here with Costas, I trust her, and I saw the people come in there, and I said, Costas, I'm not 21. She's 21. I was not. I said, I'm not 21. What are we going to do with the police going to be here? Because there's hella niggas in this house. The police coming. <laughs> and then what happened? My niggas came. <laughs> <laughs> niggas, there was so many niggas. Them niggas was in the hallway to the front office. Do you not remember mm-hmm. that? Yes, but I These remember niggas. like sitting on that bed. Like I just, I just was so uncomfortable. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't know what we doing. I don't know what to do with it here. I don't like, I don't like all these clutter, all these people in this small space. Now I'm not gonna lie. This was before I knew I had anxiety, so I probably Same. low key had a panic attack during this whole time. Same. I think we both had a panic attack during this whole time. <laughs> I was not aware that I also had anxiety at the same time. So you have two girls that, I was that uncomfortable. have. And I started getting uncomfortable too after a while because niggas started smoking weed. In the mm-hmm. hallway. At the hotel. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened after that. Do you know what happened before we got that knock knock on the door? No, I think people were just chilling. Like, I remember the girl was like, she started freaking out. She was like, everybody come in here. Like, they're going to call the police. And I know that I think she knew the police were coming. So she pushed everybody in the in the hotel room and she cut off all the lights. And so everybody shut up. So we all just sitting there in the dark. <laughs> we like, sure was. And then we hear knock, 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 knock. So then niggas just start moving. I said, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, we have to get out. And then one nigga just started peeling. The window, because, you know, at hotels, like, the windows, the screen is, like, screwed. Everything is screwed down. So, this nigga just started ripping this window off and jumped through there. Go on, Cassie, tell him what you did. (laughs) (laughs) While we were trying to escape from this party. (laughs) Escape. (laughs) Escape. Ooh, so just let's escape. (laughs) Okay. So she so next thing you know it's boom 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 Arlington PD. Like fuck. She was like, I sure I'm not twenty one. Yeah, I'm not twenty one. Arlington PD, open up. We know you're in there. Come on, open up the door. Like Shayla said, niggas one nigga no. So it was two it was two niggas peeling back the window. I remember vividly some were coming out through the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then others were going out through the side near the mm-hmm. bed. So 
I told Shayla straight up, I felt bad, but I said, you know what? I said, Shayla, we gonna have to do this. And she looked at me like, bitch, what the fuck is you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Shayla looked at me like, bitch, what the fuck you talking about? I said, we gonna have to jump out this window, Shayla, we gotta go. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was so traumatized. My heart was like, beating so hard. I was like, oh my God. I was like, bitch, like, well, mama told me not to hang out with people like you. <laughs> she told me, here I am with you, jumping out of windows. No. But you know what? It's so funny. So before before I go any further, you know, I'm pretty sure Shayla kinda had like this this thing of me already probably. I don't went to a suburb you know, a suburban school and I probably was just a little a little, you know, too what goody two shoes ish. But I think that I was the was night that Shayla she was a cheerleader. She like she was real bubbly, she was a cheerleader, like she went to Gremlin. And then I was, I mean, you went to, where'd you go first? Tuskegee. Tuskegee. I was like, she went to Tuskegee. So I, and then I remember what your major was. I was like, oh, she a man. Like, she a nice, wholesome young lady. But I did realize that she looked ghetto, bitch. I'm a hood rat. This was the first time, this was the one of many instances that Shayla saw my hood way. Yeah, because there were other stories that have involved There's my many. good ways. You know, I was completely flabbergasted. Pasta helped me break into my own house. You gonna save that story for another day? <laughs> <laughs> and she did it so efficiently, so efficiently. So, yeah, we gonna save that story for another day. <laughs> like this girl, get up. I am not. I grew up in the hood, but I didn't do hood things. <laughs> My mama would not let me outside. What'd you say? Oh, she a hood rat, hood rat. Yeah, I was like, she was like, she was, I don't know. So, oh, Shayla, we was going to have to jump out this window. Shayla looking at me like, bitch, I don't want to do this shit, but I'm trusting you in my life right now. Mm-hmm. That's how she looked at me. That's how I perceived it. She didn't have to say it. Like I said, that's what I said. She didn't have to say it. Basically. (laughs) So, I grab my bag that had my hookah stuff in it. I go to the window. I push the screen down. (laughs) I push the screen down. And I hopped out the window. Now, I thought Shayla had the screen. <laughs> How you thought? LaShayla ain't never hopped out of no windows. LaShayla don't hop out of windows. LaShayla don't hop over fences. LaShayla ain't never had to escape out of nothing. I ain't never had to hop a fence. I ain't never had to hop out a window. I didn't understand what was going on. I was scared as shit. My anxiety was on 10. I didn't know what was going on. I was just following Costa. All I knew Costa was going out this window. I was gonna be like when I tell you her, her head out, booty out, my head out. 
Oh, your auntie. Oh, I mean, she missed the uh the story, the first story. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to run that back so she can we can make her laugh about that one. <laughs> um, so I thought Shayla had the screen. But Shayla did not have the screen. So mm-hmm. Shayla got popped in the face with the screen. Mm-hmm. Because Kasha didn't point. tell Shayla that there was a screen. But Kasha thought mm-hmm. that Shayla had the screen. And she did not. So as soon as I'm going to pop my head out the window, guess what popped me? Okay. So eventually Shayla so comes out like the window. Red all in the middle of my head. Mm-hmm. Eventually Shayla climbs out the window. We get to the car. We get in the car. Oh, but the story does not stop here. It doesn't, because I was so mad at you. Continue. I get in the car. I'm looking around. Looking around. By this time, we had walked up the sidewalk. We're walking up the sidewalk. Arlington PD walked by us. And Mm -hmm. he was like, oh, they're jumping out the window. And he jumps through the window. And he gets in the room through that way. Mm-hmm. But he so, let us know. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So, in the car, I said, fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. And I think that I said that for a good 30 seconds to a minute. No, oh, we're like, what? Sh- what? <laughs> Basically, I looked at Shayla and said, we can't leave yet. And she go, why not? She <laughs> said, <to> go. <laughs> I said, I left my phone in there. <laughs> Shayla gave me that bitch. How dare you? What the fuck is going through your head right now? Look. <laughs> At this point, Shayla is annoyed. I know she's annoyed. Talking to hit me in the head with the screen, though. And now we're about to call and she got her phone. So now we got to sit here. Tents ourselves going to bed. I don't want to sit in the car like, uh-uh. I want to get in there. I know what I'm talking about. She had to go and get her phone. Get the police to go get her phone. I did have to ask the police to get my phone. And the police got my phone and they said, okay, now leave. And I said, we are. What did I say? We leave it some. I said some real quick mm-hmm. and we was out of there. Y'all, me and Shayla didn't talk to each other for about a couple months. I was too embarrassed to reach out. She was Shayla was so pissed off. She said she didn't want to hang out with me no more. She didn't like me. All this kind of stuff. Like it was like I felt so bad, y'all. Like I felt bad because I was like I was supposed to show her a good time. I showed her trash this time. I had her jumping out of windows. Like this is some shit that I would get into when I'm at Tuskegee with my friends. This is not something I get into with my cousin that I just met, and we trying to create this friendship bond thing like this this just doesn't happen yeah it was definitely um an experience i was very upset because i was like i'm supposed to be going out and i don't even go out and this girl got me in crazy situations i don't know what's going on she was crazy i was very disturbed Kasha tried to kill me she tried to give me gave me some questions and i can never forgive her for it I did not give you a concussion. Now you just exaggerate. Yeah, you did. I saw stars. I saw stars. Okay, you saw stars. You saw stars because we was in Arlington. You was, we was by the damn stadium. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did. 
quite positive. Quite positive. But those were the first two times me and Shella ever met and hung out. And it's crazy because no, I'm sure nobody really has extreme stories like that. Like, first and foremost, my auntie was out of line. Yes, she was. My auntie was out of line for taking us to the strip club. She was, there's like no if, ands, or buts about it. And it wasn't even a strip club. She she was wrong for taking us to this event in a warehouse. Of technology somewhere. Like. Yeah, we was over there for Technology Boulevard. So if you know the Dallas area, you know the area. <laughs> hey. Woo! It was over there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It just it just it was just so in the moment I just didn't understand what's going on. Like this is just really weird. And this is what happened in Dallas. Like, I'm from a small town. I'm gonna do this and little brown, little baby brown, little act like Which is not even what you say. I've never been open to such things. Like, our family is very open. So, I think that was the funniest thing. Like, with Shayla coming into our family, she didn't realize how open we are with one another when it comes Mm -hmm. to like, Everything when it comes to about life, sex, um, uh, careers, all of that. We're so open and just so forthright and just talking about it. I think it kind of took Shayla yeah. back a bit. It did. Cause I wasn't, I just wasn't, I, me and my mama just didn't talk to each other like that. Like we talked about food, you know, like she didn't know about anything in my life. She, it was very like, you know, I wasn't used to, you know, doing so. It really took me aback. Like, oh, this is really an experience. And, and my stepmom's nieces is a, are crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we just don't. And just think <laughs> about it. Now we're just only hanging out. Right. And just think about it. This is just like her, the time that she just hung out with one of us, mm-hmm. with one of her nieces. Cause I'm sure that you have stories with Camellia somewhere out in there. I think I do, but I think I blocked it out. Damn. That bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I blocked it out. She was busy anyway. She was a busy guy. She was busy doing other things. Mm-hmm. Which is why she came. That's why you were asked. Because you went as busy to look at her. I know, and it's funny, my ghetto ass was always chilled and laid back. Like, I would, you know, then it was funny, because I, I don't know how me and Shayla started hanging out again, but then we just started learning more about each other, about how we both love Harry Potter. And then we both, mm-hmm. you know, just love comics. And then we both just loved, mm-hmm. it was just, it was just crazy, because we like Lord of the Rings. We love the Hobbit. All of that. I was. Mm-hmm. I Things that I haven't been accepted for in my life most times as a little black girl who liked, you know, I used to be a Dragon Ball Z stand. Um, mm-hmm. I loved all things like Harry Potter, Star Wars, Wonder uh, Star Trek. I was well into the galaxy and I didn't have anyone to share that with. <laughs> For everyone who I know. Things. Like, I've always wanted to go to conventions and dress 
up. I just always love to do all those things and I didn't have to do it. My current best friend, we are absolutely opposite. It's absolutely mm-hmm. crazy. I don't know how we're so close, but we are complete opposite. We call me nerd all the time. Weird nerd. But I didn't get to share that part. So when Tasha came, I was like, ah, fellow nerd. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. yes. So, if anything, Shayla does keep me, you know, on a straight and righteous. You know, like the other day I called her and she had to tell me, no, I couldn't do this. But I did call her and ask her because we both enjoy two things. We both enjoy cosplaying or, you know, wearing costumes, dressing up. And we like funerals. It sounds weird, but we do oh, enjoy Yes. I told that, you know, me me and Shayla enjoy a good home going service. We do, amen. I love the music. Very great musical selection. Yes, we 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 go for the musical selections. That's what we really go for. But I'm going out beyond Going out beyond To be with my love. Yep. So I say that to say Mom too, I love that song. Shout out to Ray Hawkins. Amen. Um, I say all of that to say, oh shit, hold on, I lost my train of thought. Hello. Oh, I had asked. I called Shayla. I know, right? I know, right? I called (laughs) Shayla and I asked her. I was like, "Hey, Shayla, you know this? This is now. This is how you know." She just was like, "Okay, Kasha." I said, "Shayla, what are you doing next week?" And she was like, I don't know why. And I said, Because <laughs> I, I knew it was some <laughs> Right. I said, What are the two things that we really enjoy doing? I said, We enjoy going to funerals and we enjoy cosplaying. I said, How about we go to a cosplay funeral? And she said, A what? I said, A cosplay funeral. Like, a funeral that's a cosplay. So someone in the cosplay community had died on Facebook and he really doesn't have no family or nothing like that. So they were getting together to try to get, give him a burial or a memorial service or whatnot. And it's a white man. I'm not going to lie, but I, I don't know this man at all. So I invited Shella to go along to this random straight white man's funeral and to wear a cosplay for the event. And tell him what this white man's favorite cosplay was. Oh, he used to always dress up as Alfred from uh, Batman. So what do I look like? A random Dallas city. Look like <laughs> dressing up in cosplay to go to a strange white man's team. That I have no idea who he is. I can't tell you who his name is right now. He never even showed me a picture. I don't know who this man ain't landed I'm just gonna show up. I'm just gonna show up in my rogue costume. Just be rogue. Just rogue at somebody's funeral. Yeah, I mean, you could have went as Raven and I was gonna go as Catwoman. I will not. That man was gonna rock without that casting established <laughs> because he's gonna say, Who are those black girls in the back? Who random black girls who decide to show up in my field? What? I can't even imagine putting on my makeup, sitting in my bathroom. Put my makeup on. My mama called me asking, where you going? Oh, I'm going to go out, girl. I'm going to go to uh, Alfred. I'm going to go to 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 Alf
butler funeral. She gonna be like, who is that? And I'm like, I don't know. But he had a funeral, and I'm gonna dress up and go. Meet you there. <laughs> what? Y'all gonna go to funerals just for the hell of it? Why not? She knows those people. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she's old. All her friends are dying. <laughs> All her friends and socials are dying. She's a very social person. They all died. <laughs> she knows those people. <laughs> so, like, these are the things that cost to ask me in the middle of the week. You know. So these are random questions. So. But that just goes to show how close we have gotten over the years. Because who else would I call asking randomly if they want to go to a funeral and cosplay at the funeral? Who else am I now, gonna call? I was, when she asked me, I thought that somebody had died or that she was asking what I was gonna talk to at her funeral. Because I'm gonna dress her up as, uh, it. You know, cause it. But she not. <laughs> if she goes, she better hope I go before her. So if she goes for me, it's gonna be a disaster. And, uh, that's what I thought we were talking about. I didn't know we were talking about a strange white man. Cause you know I don't fool white people. I mean, you got white listeners, <laughs> girl. <laughs> how many listeners do I have? Is the question. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fool with the Neanderthal. <laughs> um. At least that's what Umar calls. Ain't that what he calls? What Umar does? Mm-hmm. But y'all see, this is this is what you get with us. This is this is how we act. And then Shayla already knows she's next in line for whenever I have another child. Whenever that time comes, she's next in line to be the godparent. So hopefully, if I have a son or something, your baby is first his first chicken bone. Okay, Jereen. Can't wait to give me first chicken bone. Come on, little Tyrone. But no, I love my Shayla Wayla. She's, of course, my favorite. But we had to, I had to share that one of those fuck my life situation moments because that was those two nights were truly fuck my life situations. Like especially this second night was like a yeah, it was definitely like SML all night, like all night long, like every every moment. Just SML, 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 fuck my life, fuck my life, fuck my life. Especially when that phone was up in there, like, that's the ultimate, like, fuck me, bro. <laughs> Bruh. Like, the phone is in there, like, I can't leave the phone. Because I think you left something else in there, like, a piece of your hookah. Yes, but I left it there. I said, oh, well. Yeah. But I didn't know, but I didn't phone. know I had left, yeah, I didn't know I had left it until after I got home. When I started unpacking everything. But I was like, I can replace the hose, because, like, that was back when the iPhone 4 first came out. So I had it like mm-hmm. brand spanking new. Didn't even have a phone case on, you know, a screen protector on the shit. Brand new. I think I still had a stand to it. I had a click or something. <laughs> a click? <laughs> a Motorola something. A Motorola click. Shelly, you had a Motorola? Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think I had an iPod. I had an iPod Touch. But you know what? I guess, but you know what? I guess it was, I guess 
I didn't know that because you always text me. You had always messaged on the uh your iPad. Mm-hmm. Cause I have your iPad still. Your iPad information still saved on my phone. I've been broke my whole life. I know how to perpetrate. Shelly, you have not been broke your whole life. Shut up. Absolutely. Okay, if you've been broke, I've been broke too. Did I have a nice wholesome upbringing? I mean, you know, you didn't have to worry about the lights getting off. You have to go turn I mean, on the water outside. No, actually, actually, <laughs> no, actually, that your uh your stepmother's brother. He showed me how to turn electricity back on by using a hacksaw and taking the little plastic that's covers you, off. That's how you get it. Oh, I mean, I got nothing so. there. Yeah, you know that's how you uh get the lock off. You know when they turn your lights off, they put that they put the little plastic things over it and they put a lock on it. And you go to the mm-hmm. warehouse. You you go to the, oh, damn, I, I am good. See, Shetland learns the more about my hood ways every day. Mm-hmm. We had it. I didn't, uh, we had the uh, we had the electricity that you had to put on the car. Oh, they turned it off. They turned it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was off. It was off. <laughs> but I'm turning it back on. And then before that, we had the regular, but I don't remember them putting no locks on that shit. But we did have a deck to turn the water back on. You had to go outside. Lift up the thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did that in grandma. <laughs> College is full of... <laughs> full of nonsense. That's another talk for another day. We, definitely we were still in toilet paper. We were still in food. We put Tupperware in our backpacks. So we only had three meals a week. Three meals a week? Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. Life large. That's why I always got care packages with noodles and noodles and macaroni and cheese and bread. I remember the first thing Jereen bought for me was a coat. She bought me a coat. <laughs> Jereen quit to buy somebody a coat. Now, this now this is one thing I can't say about Jereen. Each time you get coat, she be like, where's your coat? And if she see you ain't got no coat, you getting a coat that damn Christmas. You getting a coat. You getting a coat that day of Christmas. If you if she see you without a coat, listen, I cannot say you have any talks. My grandmother don't bought me a coat because I ain't have no coat. I look around. I bought me three two or three. I'm trying to tell you, like, I put on like a hoodie and a jacket. Where your coat? <laughs> I don't need no coat. I got on a jacket and a hoodie. I'm dead. Bro, I never realized that shit to just now. I'm so dead. Oh my god. So, <laughs> she bought me was a coat from Coles. I remember. She's like, you need a coat. I was like, do I? She's like, yes. Because <laughs> you picked that one. And, she and then, and then she, and then what's so funny about her is that she has a way of giving gifts. She be like, okay, uh oh, can you hear me? Hello. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Uh. I was about to say, you know, she has a way of giving them. She'll be like, "Okay, you need that right there. That's something." She'll be like, "What's that again?" Oh yeah, you need that one. Go ahead and open that one up. You be like, "Dang, I need it!" Like, and then she an Indian <laughs> giver on top of that. Sometimes 
she'll go around the room talking about, okay, you can have this one or this one. But if you get this one, you can't trade it out for this one. How? Like, what? Girl, just give it again. Right. She be making up these old crazy rules around Christmas. I love her, but don't go around Jareen. Don't go to Jareen's house uh, without a coat around uh, Christmas time. You'll get a coat. Get coat. Don't say you ain't got no coat. Don't say you ain't got no sheets. Don't say you need a blanket because baby, guess what you get for Christmas? Sheets or blanket or a coat. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, all of them. You fucking all of them. All of them. Depending on how early she starts and depending on what kind of get, uh, kind of deal she can get because me and Shelly done looked up so many times on some uh, accidental purchases on uh, sheets. Mm-hmm. I got a fleece. I got a fleece sheet set. Oh I man, that man. thing is so amazing. Oh, it's, it feels amen. so good. I Ooh, never I can't wait it until she got me one. And I put that on my bed. I said, I am so because I'm anemic. I be cold. I was like, ooh, this is, this is cozy. I ain't gonna lie. I can't wait till I get my legs waxed again so I can feel it up against mm-hmm. my skin. Ooh, that's gonna feel so good. Ooh, I it's can't wait. Fire, it's gonna be super fire. I can't wait. Ooh, I can't wait. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see. I have been, I've come to love my new adopted family. I love y'all just like I love the rest of them. I'm a person of adopted family. I've always been raised by a village, so I don't have problems accepting others. Because I've always been around and raised. Mama was a single mom. She didn't have much family. So we, I was always with other people. I got like 12 godparents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was a self-sufficient child, so I would go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to take care of. So I knew a lot of people knew. I mean, you could just drop me off, or I'd walk over there. You know, I got lost one time when I was little, and they, somebody brought me home. You know, I always adventurous. I don't see what's going on. I'm good to get lost. I got lost a couple times in my childhood. Don't take your eyes off me. I'm gonna go figure it out. But I always, you know, I love having one in basement and brought me because I'm here. And I love you, Caution. And I love you too, Shayla. Caution. The man killer. The man killer, baby. Hey! That's another story for another day. Let's say. You got a lot of stories, bro. Bro, my my listen. My life is a storybook, okay. My life is a storybook, huh? Okay, you got a lot of stories, man. Bro, especially the man killer. I I think that we gonna have to take change the man killer into a whole series. That's gonna be a. That's gonna have to be like a four to five part series because I there's just so many things that as a woman that I have done. That have hurt men, and it wasn't intentionally. It's just that they couldn't keep up. Yeah, the cop is not for the week. Yeah. Don't fall in love. No, don't, don't fall in love with me. Don't fall in love with me. I'll, I'm, I'll break your heart. I see. The man killer. Yes, but. Thank you, Shayla, for coming and 
telling our story of how we met and how we hung out and hated each other ish. Well, you hated me. I didn't hate you. But, you know. Most of my friendships have started uh, with me hating them. So, I'm not, I'm not very easy to ease into relationships. I start off real rough. So, That's right, because you and, you and your best friend started off a little rough too, didn't you? We beefed out because she asked me for a pencil and I told her no. <laughs> but you had a whole up. pencil case full of Did. <laughs> Did. But was I going to say it with her? No. Because you should have brought the school supplies. Or you should have went to the office and got the little 25 cent at the machine. I don't know what she did, but she didn't get none of my pencils. Oh, that is too funny. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, a little rough. Yeah. Well, Shayla, I love you. Thank you, girl. You're welcome. I'm glad I could be here. You know, I'm shy, so that's how you know I love you, because I don't know what I am here for mic. I will never get on the mic. Damn. And there you have it. Speak it up. Yeah, that's what I that's what I meant to say. Uh <clears throat> that was my that was the uh highlight of my night. That was the tea I wanted to drop here that I got Shayla on my podcast. <laughs> 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 And I didn't, I didn't, I, I'm on the mic. You can hear my voice. You know what I'm saying? I'm not in the background laughing like I was on the anime. I was in the background laughing. I, and you can hear your your voice faintly in the back. Yep. Talking about that it's egg okay. boy. <laughs> Mr. Thumbman. Mm-hmm. Mr. Thumbman. Why you look like that pit bull with that beard? They said I like me, I like seeing me look like that pit bull with that beard. Yeah, you know? yeah. Somebody had beat me to it, and I had somebody had tweeted it, and I saw it, and I was like, damn, somebody beat me to it. And he was like, you see how you be scheming on me behind my back? <laughs> I be telling him, I be keep, that's why I be telling people like I be having Arsenal ready for Mike because he be he be trying to be fucking playing with me. He be trying to dog me. Now I don't be taking, I don't be taking too kind for that shit. Everybody, and then when he started playing his, his birthday was hilarious. It was the funnest thing. I can't wait for the next birthday so I can roast him again. It was a beautiful time. A beautiful day in Houston. It was a beautiful day in Houston. It was a beautiful day in Houston. As I can see, I see everybody.